0: 2 Kings chapter 20. In those days, Hezekiah became terminally ill. The prophet Isaiah, son of Amos, came and said to him, This is what the Lord says. Put your affairs in order, for you are about to die. You will not recover. Then Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord. Please, Lord, remember how I have walked before you faithfully and wholeheartedly and have done what pleases you. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. Isaiah had not yet gone out of the inner courtyard. When the word of the Lord came to him. Go back and tell Hezekiah, the leader of my people. This is what the Lord God of your ancestor David says. I have heard your prayer. I have seen your tears. Look, I will heal you. On the third day from now. You will go up to the Lord's temple. I will add 15 years to your life. I will deliver you from this city. I will deliver you and this city. This is what the Lord God of your ancestor David says. I have heard your prayer. I have seen your tears. Look, I will heal you on the third day from now. You will go up to the Lord's temple. I will add 15 years to your life. I will deliver you and this city from from the hand. I will deliver you and this city from the hand. Of the king of Assyria, I will defend this city for my sake and for the sake of my servant David. Then Isaiah said, Bring a lump of pressed figs. So they brought it and applied it to his infected skin, and he recovered. Hezekiah had asked, Isaiah, what is the sign that the Lord will heal me and that I will go up to the Lord's temple on the third day? Isaiah said, this is the sign to you from the Lord that he will do what he has promised should The shadow, go ahead ten steps or go back ten steps. Then Hezekiah answered, It's easy for the shadow to lengthen ten steps. No, let the shadow go back ten steps. So Isaiah the prophet called out to the Lord, and he brought the shadow back. The ten steps it had descended on Ahaz's stairway. At that time, Merodach, Baladan, son of Baladan, king of Babylon, sent letters and a gift to Hezekiah since he heard that he had been sick. Hezekiah, gave them a hearing and showed them his whole treasure house, the silver, the gold, the spices, and the precious oil, and his armory, and everything that was found in his treasuries. There was nothing in his palace and in all his realm, that Hezekiah did not show them. Then the prophet Isaiah came to King Hezekiah and asked him, Where did these men come from, and what did they say to you? Hezekiah replied, They came from a distant country, from Babylon. Isaiah asked, What have they seen in your palace, Hezekiah answered, They have seen everything in my palace. There isn't anything in my treasuries that I didn't show them. Then Isaiah said to Hezekiah, Hear the word of the Lord. The time will certainly come when everything in your palace and all that your fathers have stored up until this day will be carried off to Babylon. Nothing will be left, says the Lord. Some of your descendants who come from you will be taken away, and they will become eunuchs in the place of the king of Babylon. Then Hezekiah said to Isaiah, The word of the Lord that you have spoken is good. For he thought, Why not, if there will be peace and security during my lifetime? The rest of the events of Hezekiah's reign, along with all his might and how he made the pool and the tunnel, And brought water into the city are written in the historical record of Judah's kings. Hezekiah rested with his fathers, and his son Manasseh became king in his place. Hebrews chapter 2. We must, therefore, pay even more attention to what we have heard, so that we will not drift away. For if the message spoken through the angels was legally binding, and every transgression and disobedience received a just punishment, how will we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? It was first spoken by the Lord and was confirmed to us by those who heard him. At the same time, God also testified by signs and wonders various miracles and distributions of gifts from the Holy Spirit according to his will. For he has not subjected to angels the world to come that we are talking about, but one has somewhere testified. What is man that you remember him, or the son of man that you care for him? You made him lower than the angels for a short time. You crowned him with glory and honor and subjected everything under his feet. For in for in subjecting for in subjecting everything to him he left nothing that is not subject to him as it is we do not see everything subjected to him but we do see Jesus made lower than the angels for a short time so that by God's grace, he might taste death for everyone crowned with glory and honor because of his suffering in death. For in bringing many sons to glory, it was entirely appropriate that God, all things exist for Him and through Him, should make the source of their salvation perfect through sufferings. For the one who sanctifies and those who are sanctified all have one. Father, for the one who sanctifies, and those who are sanctified all have one Father. That is why Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers, saying, I will proclaim your name to my brothers, I will sing hymns to you. In the congregation, again, I will trust in him. Again, I will trust in him. And again, here I am with the children God gave me. And again, here I am with the children God gave me. Now since the children have flesh and blood in common. Jesus also shared in these, so that through his death, he might destroy the one holding the power of death, that is, the devil, and free those who were held in slavery. All their lives by the fear of death. For it is clear that he does not reach out to help angels, but to help Abraham's offspring, but to help Abraham's offspring. Therefore, he had to be like his brothers in every way so that he could become a merciful and faithful priest, high priest, so that he could become a merciful and faithful high priest in service to God to make propitiation. Therefore, he had to be like his brothers in every way so that he could become a merciful and faithful high priest in service to God, to make propitiation for the sins of the people. For since he himself was tested and has suffered, he is able to help those who are tested. Hosea chapter 13. When Ephraim spoke, there was trembling. He was exalted in Israel, but he incurred guilt through Baal and died. Now they continue to sin and make themselves a cast image, idols skillfully made from their silver, all of them the work of craftsmen. People say about them. Let the men who sacrifice kiss the calves. Therefore, they will be like the morning mist, like the early dew that vanishes, like chafe blown from a threshing floor, or like smoke from a window. I have been Yahweh, your God, ever since the land of Egypt. You know no God but me, and no Savior exists besides me. I knew you in the wilderness, in the land of drought, when they had pasture. They became satisfied. They were satisfied, and their hearts became proud. Therefore, they forgot me, so I will be like a lion to them. I will lurk like a leopard on the path. I will attack them like a bear robbed of her cubs and tear open the rib cage. Over their hearts, I will devour them there like a lioness, like a wild beast that would rip them open. I will destroy you, Israel. You have no help but me. Where now is your king that he may save you in all your cities and the rulers you demanded, saying, give me a king and leaders. I give you a king in my anger and take away a king in my wrath. Ephraim's guilt is preserved. His sin is stored up. Labor pains come on him. He is not a wise son, but when the time comes, he will not be born. I will ransom them from the power of Sheol. I will redeem them from death. Death, where are your barbs? Sheol, where is your sting? Compassion is hidden from my eyes, although he flourishes among his brothers. An east wind will come, a wind from the Lord rising up from the desert. His water source will fail and his spring will run dry. The wind will plunder the treasury of every precious item. Samaria will bear her guilt because she has rebelled against her God. They will fall by the sword. Their little ones will be dashed to pieces and their pregnant women ripped open. Psalm 137 and 138. By the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down and wept when we remembered Zion. There we hung up our lyres on the poplar trees, for our captors there asked us for songs and our tormentors for rejoicing. Sing us, One of the songs of Zion. How can we sing the Lord's song on foreign soil? If I forget you, Jerusalem, may my right hand forget its skill. May my tongue stick to the roof of my mouth if I do not remember you. If I do not exalt Jerusalem as my greatest joy, remember, Lord, what the Edomites said that day at Jerusalem. Destroy it. Destroy it. Down to its foundations. Daughter. Babylon doomed to destruction happy is the one who pays you back what you have done to us happy is he who takes your little ones and dashes them against the rocks. I will give you thanks with all my heart. I will give you thanks with all my heart. I will give you thanks with all my heart. I will sing your praise before the heavenly beings. I will bow down toward your holy temple and give thanks to your name for your constant love and truth. You have exalted your name and your promise above everything else. On the day I called, you answered me. You increased strength within me. All the kings on earth will give you thanks, Lord, when they hear what you have promised. They will sing of the Lord's ways. For the Lord's glory is great. Though the Lord is exalted, he takes note of the humble, but he knows the haughty from a distance. If I walk into the thick of danger you will preserve my life from the anger of my enemies you will extend your hand your right hand will save me the lord will fulfill his purpose for me lord your love is eternal lord your love is eternal. The Lord will fulfill. Your right hand will save me. Your love is eternal. Do not abandon the work of your hands.